Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in for Bearcat Rewind. Today we have a student athlete on the show that had her senior season upended by the pandemic. Caitlin Weiss set the Northwest softball career record in home runs. The record-setting blast came on February 22nd against Concordia St. Paul. When the remainder of the season was canceled, she was sitting at 43 homers for her career. She's also the program leader in RBIs, slugging percentage, and total bases. An All-American as a sophomore, she was pushing toward new season highs this spring before the rest of the schedule was wiped out. And much more than just a hitter, Caitlin's played all over the infield during her career, primarily at shortstop this spring, while also logging some innings as a pitcher. Caitlin lives and breathes softball, and it was a fun conversation that hit on what drew her to the game and just hearing from a good hitter about how she gets mentally prepared for each at-bat. Bearcat Rewind is brought to you by the Northwest Foundation, providing support for the Northwest Alumni Association and the university's funding needs since 1971. More information is available on Facebook or online at nwmissouri.edu slash alumni and Mosaic Medical Center Maryville. Mosaic provides orthopedics and sports medicine services. For more information, mymosaiclifecare.org slash sports. Caitlin spoke with us about the abrupt end to what would have been her senior season, the decision she has to make deciding if she will return to Northwest softball for one more year, and much, much more. Caitlin Weiss is our guest on this edition of Bearcat Rewind. Today on Bearcat Rewind, we're talking with Caitlin Weiss, a senior here at Northwest Missouri State, a softball player for the Bearcats. She's played all over the infield for Northwest Missouri State in her time. She was set to wrap up her senior season this year until COVID-19 hit and uh, ended up wiping out the rest of her season. But Caitlin, thanks for joining us. We appreciate your time. And uh, a lot of the people we talked to are out in the professional world. They're working right now and kind of trying to get around that, whether they're actually going to their job still or working from home. But for you... A student still, you're wrapping up your undergrad here shortly. Are you still in Maryville? Are you, you back home in Nebraska? What's this been like for you? I'm back home in Nebraska right now, just being with the family. Has it been a little bit weird having to go through and do your classes, everything online and through Zoom and, and trying to wrap everything up that way? Yeah, it's definitely been very stressful. It's just, um, <clears throat> I like being accountable to going to class and stuff like that. And now that I don't have that option, it just, uh, I definitely procrastinate more than I should, but I'm working on it, and I've gotten a lot better, but unfortunately right now it's like almost too late. But, um, yeah, I've gotten better about the whole online. I'm sure a bunch of other students feel the same. Well, you know, a lot of students here and just the person that's a normal student, they come in, they're full-time, you know, 12-plus hours, and they kind of go about their business. They're like, oh, man, this is such a change. They're kind of trying to deal with it. But this is a season anyway that, you know, you're kind of cutting your time from – um, going on some road trips and practices and softball and workouts and so much going on that instead of having to, to shuffle and do all that multitasking on the road, you're just able to sit there and focus on classes despite not being there. Is it Does it feel a little bit easier that you're not trying to juggle everything all at once? Um, yes and no. I really liked having a routine, just waking up, going to weights, coming back, eating breakfast, doing homework, going to class, coming back, practice, homework. Um, I kind of missed that routine because now I just like feel like I have all the time in the world to do my homework, and so then I um, start watching like Tiger King or The Office or something <laughs> like that, and I end up and then I get done watching it and it's already at 3 p.m. and I already have so much to do, and then but it's easy also because I do have that time. Like if I make a schedule early, then I will um, usually fulfill that throughout the day and throughout the week. As you're going through right now and doing your classwork and, of course, 
watching the Netflix shows too. Are you having to go through and getting um, different workouts and stuff from Coach Anderson or, or doing things to keep yourself sharp right now? Yeah, I go on a lot of walks with my dog and like speed walking. My aunt has like a little gym that I just go to and work out there a couple times. Um, and yeah, just eating healthy, that's also a big thing for me and for just athletes in general. But I'm trying to use the resources I can, getting bands and stuff like that. The eating healthy has probably been the hardest part of for me of actually the, the shelter in place and everything because I feel like everything in my house, I just want to demolish it right when I get home from work, which we're only like two hours in the office a day anyway right now. So that's yeah. that's been tough right now. <laughs> Um, no, I can't imagine. <laughs> your senior season, or what was supposed to be be your senior season, cut short after just 22 games due to this virus pandemic. Uh, how did you guys get that news as a softball team? Um, I think we were, we just didn't really it didn't really hit us until um, I think until we my coach was just like it's been a good season, um, blah blah blah. Um, it didn't really hit us until then because in that moment we were like still had like hope and um, I know a bunch of the underclassmen had more hope than I did but I definitely was very a lot of the seniors um, were very devastated about um, that being just the end and it wasn't it, we worked so hard for just that season and then it just be ripped from us like unexpectedly it just it felt very unfair and uh, also we just the not knowing was just really hard to deal with just because we're so used to knowing everything all the time. So you mentioned the underclassmen too, having that hope, but did you at least have a sliver there that, you know what, maybe if this thing passes in two to three weeks, the MIAA will open things up to where we can at least finish out our conference schedule. Um, yeah, I did have like a little thing of hope. It's just, I didn't like not practicing for two weeks. I mean, we could work on it, but we can work on by ourselves, but I didn't like not being with my team for two weeks. So that also, like, didn't help me, I guess, think that it's going to end in two weeks or something like that. But, um, yeah, I definitely um, thought I w- maybe it was because a bunch of people were telling me it's not over yet and all this stuff, and I was just like, I don't know, you know, just don't want to get my hopes up. You personally, 22 games in, batting three fifty-nine, uh, eight home runs, 20 RBIs, on pace to set a new Northwest Missouri State single-season home run record. Did you feel good, especially at the plate, to where the, the team was getting at? And I remember talking to Coach Anderson right whenever this kind of dropped that uh, he felt like offensively the bats were really coming around. Personally, did you feel like you were on pace to have a career year? Yeah, I, I felt like – I just felt like I had a really good approach at the plate um, – I felt very comfortable with my swing. I didn't really – all of my home runs just felt good. And they um, – because a bunch of my home runs in my past, they would feel like they just – I just missed them and they would, like, barely go out. But um, all my home runs this year, they just felt like I got every single ounce of me into that ball. And um, so I was pretty excited about this year because definitely um, I, was start, I was starting to feel it and stuff like that. And I know the team was definitely getting um, – really good offensively we just were all like finding ourselves and finding each other and just building off each other because that's what softball is about it's very contagious so um we definitely worked really well with making sure that we can um produce for our team 
home run number 38 for you, which was the career record at Northwest Missouri State. Since then, you tacked on a few more. You're at 43 for your career right now. But that coming against Concordia St. Paul back on February 2nd, did you know that you were close to the record when that came up? Um, yeah, I did. I know my dad talked about it a couple times, so um, he was he was more excited than I was, I think. But um, yeah, I knew that I was pretty close, and so I was just I was just going um, pitch by pitch at that point. Well, and you said you most of your home runs this year, you feel like you're really getting all of it and, and sending them out. Did you have the, a pretty good feeling once you connected on that one that uh, you made history? Honestly, that one, um, the first two at-bats, I think, I do remember this, the first two at-bats, I was like, they're only throwing me inside, like, I don't know, but for, like, they wouldn't throw me anything outside, which is, like, my pitch, so I don't really hit much inside, and so my last at-bat, I was like, you know what, I'm not seeing until it's an inside pitch, and so I kind of backed off the plate a little bit, and I expected, and if it was outside, I wouldn't swing at it, I would only swing at that inside pitch. Um, I still got a little jammed on it, but... Um, I definitely hit it pretty good. Not as it's, it wasn't as it wasn't like a two hundred one hit. It was I hit it pretty good. It's just definitely not my or it wasn't where my pitch was. But um, yeah, I was just definitely had a different approach that at bat. Well, you've put up amazing numbers throughout your career at Northwest, and we'll hit on some of those in, in just a few minutes. But as you get older and older and, and you put up prolific numbers like that, are you seeing teams take different approaches with you to where you have to have those in-game adjustments of, all right, I'm seeing something new today. If, if I'm going to get a hit or help out my team, this is what I'm going to have to do? Yes. Um, I actually have a friend from my West, and they were just telling me that, and she was just telling me that I, that all we wanted to do was throw you in the river because I'll swing at the river just because um, umpires are just obviously not as, I mean, they're they're great. We all we obviously appreciate them, but sometimes they do miss calls. So, I definitely am not as disciplined as I should be at the plate. So, um, I think they just try not to give me anything good, and so I kind of go up there with a first pitch mentality. I look for that first pitch, and because um, the first pitch they're trying to get ahead of you, so the first pitch I'm looking um, as a strike right down the middle, and um, most of my hits or home runs are off the first pitch, and then they don't throw that pitch again, unfortunately. But um, so yeah, I mean they make adjustments and I make adjustments. That's just how this game goes. So you like those outside pitches. Uh, have you ever had one where it's well off the plate? You still stick the bat head out and kind of throw it out there at it. And you make contact and send it over the fence, and you come around second base and see Coach Anderson. He's got that look of, I'd probably yell at you if you didn't hit that one out. Yeah, I think that's almost every other home run. I'm going to be honest. It's just I hit it, and I'm like, I don't know how I even hit that ball. It's usually always in like the dirt or something. I just golf it over. Um, but I have a pretty baseball swing, so my extension's a little higher than normal. Um, so all all of my home runs usually will just go straight up and then straight down. It's just how that like how it is, unfortunately. So um, definitely on the low ones when they're like almost in the dirt and the catcher's going down the block, and I accidentally hit it over, um, is when I'm like, I don't even know how I hit that. But, I mean, I'm definitely grateful. And then coach just goes, you know, I guess you got to do what you got to do. <laughs> Bad ball hitters are the hardest ones to, to, to approach, so uh, that makes it mm-hmm. tough on, on those pitchers. Uh, 
you also so records for uh, home runs, of course, for your career. You're also holding the current record for slugging percentage, total bases, RBIs at Northwest. Are any of those more meaningful than than any others that you hold right now? Um, probably my um, RBI, just because um, that is where I produced for the team, and uh, those are the runs that are actually. I mean, we won games from those runs, um, and so I mean, I definitely really would take that into consideration, just because. Uh, I mean, home runs are part of my RBIs, and RBIs includes hits, double, like singles, doubles, triples, home runs. So um, it's nice that seeing that my RBIs are so up just because I just produce that much for my team and just helps my team out and my pitchers out and stuff like that. Your freshman year, 10 home runs, 48 RBIs, you bat 359. Did you have a good feeling then that um... – the team success is what you want to shoot for overall, but did you have a feeling personally that you might be able to go out and, and attain some of these goals of breaking some of these records? Um, not at all. Uh, I came from, obviously, Scott Catholic, and I just wasn't the same player as I was. I am in college. I just I would hit maybe five home runs a season or seven home runs a season. I never was a home run hitter in high school, and I, did, I didn't even get my first home run until my freshman year of high school, and that was on JV and 180-foot fence. So, and it was the last game of the year. So, um, I just, I don't know. I just wasn't expecting, like, my strength and my swing to develop that much in my college career. It just, it's just taken off, but I've just learned, I've learned a lot from other for my players, for my teammates, for my coaches, um, from my from other people outside of softball. Um, just having a lot of conversation about it just really helps my growth in softball. It just made me believe in what I can am capable of doing. Uh, is is a lot of that just kind of coming in and you know, some slight tweaks to your stance or or your approach at the plate with Coach Anderson or is it being in the weight room with Joe Quinlan or is there anything like that that you kind of put your finger on of this is why I'm hitting these out right now? I think it definitely was Joe Quinlan because I definitely wasn't as big as I am right now in my in my freshman year. I just um. I gained a lot of muscle, and that helped a lot, I think. Um, Coach helped me with the approach aspect of the game, and so I liked – I definitely – I love talking about approaches. The play is just because it's so different every time, and so um, we talk about that a lot. And um, I did change my stance a little bit. I have – I instead of stepping, I don't step really, so it keeps my – I just try to simplify my swing as much as possible by – um, not having a big load, not having a step, and just um, kind of very simple. You're an All-American two years ago, and during that time you're kind of playing a little bit, mainly second base, but you're mixing some starts there at third base. A lot this year you're playing at shortstop. You've been pitching throughout your career. Defensively, is there any one place that you prefer to be over another? Um, Wherever the team wants me, needs me, um, I'll be there. Uh I definitely like shortstop. It's just I love I love shortstop. That's my favorite position, probably. Um, uh, definitely, I do have to. I'm the shortstop is definitely like a position where you have to be comfortable there, and by being comfortable, you have to take reps. And 
um, stay late for practice, go early to practice, and just um, having you, you have an approach everywhere on the field. And so having a good approach at shortstops this year, uh, I struggled just with getting extra reps because um, my back was was just not letting allowing me to do that. And so uh, shortstop probably is my favorite, but my second favorite would definitely be pitching just because I like to have control of the game. I, uh, I like, even if I fail, I like, I like that on my shoulders. I like that pressure on my shoulders sucks, but, um, I just have confidence when I'm pitching and I definitely like, I'm not the fastest, but I definitely like try to get into the batter's mind then more than anything. So, well, we've established that you're a pretty good hitter at Northwest here throughout your career. Um, how would you pitch yourself? Mm. Uh, I would probably start with a change-up in the dirt, and then, oh, this is a tough one. I'd definitely just throw all in, all in on my hands. And then the first two at-bats, at least, if then the last at-bat or the last two at-bats, I'd throw something that I wasn't expecting that I guess my, my hitting self wouldn't be expecting because – when people throw to me, they throw the same thing every at bat because I'll fail the first two and then I'll excuse the last, the last two. And but they just keep throwing that pitch because I failed the first two. And I don't know when you like you've been around this game long enough that you make adjustments, and so you just want to throw to someone they don't expect, like what throw a pitch they don't expect. So if you're thinking they expect a changeup, throw a screwball. Like it's just. It's a, it's a mind game, so I probably would just throw myself all in until I fouled everything off and then go outside or something like that. As you're coming up and, and you like to play on the infield and you love playing at shortstop and you're a great hitter, is there anyone in particular, a softball player or a baseball player, that you model your game after now or as you're growing up? Hmm, my dad. Um, he played for just a day high school in uh, um, Bellevue University, and so he just is a big inspiration in my whole softball career. I just um, we talk a lot about softball and just the ins and outs of the games and what's important outside of the game. Just uh, he just taught me more than just the game. He's taught me how to think, how to hold myself, how to be humble, um, just all that. But I kind of just go with the flow right now. I just def- and I'm a Red Sox fan, so I kind of go off them too. But um, I don't know. I kind of know that um, I'm my own person, and I mean, I just control like what I can control. And uh, obviously, I'm the one that does every- does does like all the thinking and all that stuff. It's just nice to have advice and help from my dad and from other people as well. Well, growing up with it in your blood, and then, of course, the Red Sox, not a bad team to watch uh, uh, mm-hmm. coming up. Either. They've won quite a few games the last few years. So, um, yeah. Before we let you go, we, we talked about how your senior season this year cut short after 22 games, but the NCAA opens it back up to where uh, you can get another year of eligibility for those spring sports. So will we expect to see Caitlin Weiss in a Bearcat uniform once again next season? Of course you will. I'm not going anywhere. You have to rip that jersey off me to get me to leave, or I have to graduate. So, <laughs> but 
Yeah, I plan on coming and just finishing what I started. I'm not done yet. Well, we're, look- early, so. we're, we're looking forward to it. It should be a great year, and it's unfortunate that things had to end the way they did this year with uh, COVID-19 and, and the virus going around right now. But uh, hopefully 2021, things are back to normal. You're out there putting up, once again, All-American-type numbers. So, Caitlin, we really appreciate the time. Thanks for joining us on the podcast. Thank you very much for having me. Thanks again to Caitlin Weiss for joining us on Bearcat Rewind. Her name's all over the Northwest record books already. If she can pick up where she left off this year, likely another All-American nod is in her future. Thanks for listening to Bearcat Rewind. Please subscribe, rate, review, and tell your friends about the podcast. I'm Matt Tritton. We'll talk to you again next time.